365 Days of Sport. That's right, it's 365 Days of Sport, that radio sports show you cannot bear to be without. My name is Beefy, I am joined by my compatriot in arms, the man who's toured the world, even just this weekend, Mm. he's been in New Zealand. Mr. Yeah. Robert Price. Yes, that three-hour flight to New Zealand, that covers the world. It's overseas, <laughs> it still counts. It is. And would you believe it, last time, of course, New Ze- I went to New Zealand, I uh, missed my flight. Yep. I uh, slept in, turned my alarm off, half asleep, disaster. Almost managed to do it again. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, got the train out nice and early. I was, I was going well. I got to Flinders Street Station. I was sitting there about to go to Southern Cross where I get the, uh, the bus. Sitting there at Flinders Street and uh, it was uh, about 7.30. Flight's at 9.45, running good time. And then went, oh, hang on, forgot my passport. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, went really well. Rushed out onto Fed Square. Couldn't get a cab, couldn't get an Uber. The new Uber app, by the way, I'm not happy with this what okay. the hell is going on? I it was don't the know. greatest service in the world, the greatest service in Australia. Yep. Cheap, efficient, always went well, and um, it was just, it just, it just screwed me. I couldn't get anything going. Really? I ended up having to run back to the train and get the train back to Melbourne <laughs> at seven forty six. Got to my apartment at eight oh two with a sprint. Ordered a cab and an Uber. Oh, nice. Cab won the race. Beautiful. Got the cab out the airport. Yep. I got there at eight fifty eight. Flight closing at nine. Oh yes, <laughs> just like that. Made it back in time. So uh, that remind, did that remind you of Singapore? Did it? Funnily enough, I, I was just as, I, as soon as I do that, that that feeling of relief when you get on the plane. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know how I made that, but it reminded me of many three six five. There's a, Den- <laughs> a Denver one, I think. But a huge sprint. Yeah. There was a Mexico one. I remember. <laughs> Mexico yeah, was a, and they uh, wouldn't they wouldn't take my tripod, tripod through yeah. the. I had to sprint back and check it in. And Tripods are dangerous, brother. Oh dear, oh dear! It's Tripod. not much fun when that happens. I tell no, you, no, it is not. Men's stress. That Denver one particularly. I can't remember. Oh well, that was the furthest terminal away. Oh okay. And I we hadn't neither of us had done any exercise in four months, and I, I almost why died. Were we, were we late? Was it our fault that we were late? It was massive queues. Okay. Uh, uh, an unlikely huge queues was All the right. problem. Yeah, mm. but we got there. We did. We always make it. We didn't miss a flight in 120 flights. We we didn't, not, not not from just not from our out. not yeah, from yeah. our fault. Yeah, we were not close, from our fault. Yeah, close a couple of times. Yeah, we did our best, but we got through. Hey, talking of Denver, mm. home of the Broncos, home of the Broncos. Mm. The first news bid in the 365 Days of Sport news this week yep. is a food challenger choked to death during a donut eating contest as he attempted to scoff down one donut the size of a cake in 80 seconds. <laughs> Travis Maloof, 42, was taking part in the Tex-Ass competition when his airway became blocked with food. The event held at Voodoo Donuts in Denver was not professionally sanctioned. (laughs) See, immediately with that one, the the first thing I think of is that imagine people hearing of you've just died and all they can do is laugh. (laughs) <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't that horrific? Because yeah. because you ate a donut the wrong way. Terrible, yeah. terrible. Who would have thought donut eating would be a chance of death rating of oh, a Rambo too? That's exactly I right. I certainly wouldn't put it in there. It says uh, part of the donut was reportedly still in Maloof's hand when he collapsed at the weekend. Dear, oh, dear, Paramedics arrived, but he is mm. said to have died at the scene. That's a very. That's a disaster for Travis. Did, did, oh. he, did he excel in other, any other areas of his life? Did he do anything worth no. uh, remembering? Not really. Will there um, be a remembrance day for Travis? A, a donut, oh, a, a, a minute's vo- silence at all donut well, eating comps from now on. In? Well, Voodoo Donuts said in a statement, "Our hearts go out to the Maloof family during this very difficult time. 
But we have suspended the donut eating challenge in all our locations. The responsible thing to do, I think. We, while this matter is under investigation, we believe it would be inappropriate to comment further. <laughs> so yeah, donut eating competitions deadly. Oh, ferocious, ferocious! It from Trev. He must have just really was he going for? Do you know what? If he's in the final round, was it something like that? Was he just going all for money and? Well, yeah. Balls to I the think wall? he was trying to get literally a fr- do or die. It was trying to get a free donut. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those challenges. If you eat it within eighty seconds, you don't have to pay for it. Oh right. So, okay. Was it one of? The, was, okay, so it wasn't like a Krispy Kreme or something sanctioned event. Nothing like that. Well, this is not professionally sanctioned, as uh, as they not. said. It's not an official donut eating contest. <laughs> well, Trev, life doesn't go on, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah not. I, for like, I was about to say life goes on, but, but it, it didn't. That it was, didn't. Uh, that was the end end of things. Yeah. Mm. Do you reckon they'll play our podcast at his funeral? Was it I think they should now. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm, it's it's obviously garnered worldwide mm, attention, old mm. uh, Trav's demise. Yes, well, we, we continue with our political incorrectness and lack of real care for humanity. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. Hey, do you see this in the golf? This uh, the, this chick that's been hit yes, with a four-stroke penalty? Yes, I was watching live in New Zealand with mum at the time on Monday oh, I morning. I forgot you were a bit of a golfing family. but well, uh, Yeah, yeah, it was, just, it was on I sat on the couch. I was going to say, on. you'd have been the only two people in... The only two people watching live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was Lexi, what's her name? Thompson. Lexi Thompson. I've really felt for the young lady. I think quite a pretty looking. I think if if you haven't caught up with these uh, with this news, Lexi Thompson was leading the the first golf major of the season for the women. The A and A Inspiration. What a Mm. title for a major! It's the fourth round. It's no, it was the third. Well, it was the fourth round. Okay, six. She's four shots clear or Mm. three shots clear with six holes to play in the tournament. Mm. A viewer has rang the rules hotline or the tournament organizers hotline, Mm. saying that he saw her misplace. A um, a ball on the green, yeah, uh, and it should have been penalised because she did. She picked the ball up and didn't put it back yeah. down in the same spot. It was a one foot putt, by the way. It was a one yeah, foot a putt, one and, a and and she's basically misplaced the ball back down by about mm. a centimetre. Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. So what's happened is. They've seen the vision. They've basically seen that she's moved the ball. Mm. They've given her a two-shot penalty for not putting the ball back down, but yep. also given her another two-shot penalty incorrect card. for signing an incorrect yep. card, mm. even though it's a day late. Mm. And told her this the next day yeah, on about with, the 13th hole it was. Yeah, with six holes to go. Six and holes she's to go, three yeah. shots clear. So in the space of hitting mm. a tee shot and walking to the ball, instead of being three shots clear, she's mm. now one shot behind the Korean... She was two shots behind, I think, if I recall. Oh, was it? And and, and uh, the thing was, the poor thing breaks down in tears straight yeah, away. Yeah. Well, she's but a girl. had to compose herself and get things together. And yep. she actually birdied the next hole. Oh, and the get... other girls all bogeyed. So ah. it, was a, it was a four-way tie at 13 under at that point. Okay, yeah. So she got back, and in the end, at the end of the round, mm. she got back to level with So Young Ryu, yep. the Korean. Mm-hmm. And so they had to have a playoff, but she lost the playoff. Okay. So that one centimetre movement cost her 150000 US dollars, in effect. That's a bit rough, isn't so it? There was, so, I mean, she picked up quarter of a mil US for coming mm. second. But Tiger the, Woods jumped on Twitter he was right because I think he had the same thing happen to him he was just saying oh, this is ridiculous in fact everyone was on her side yeah, I totally agree it's um, how how stupid are the rules look I agree if she's caught cheating or moving the ball and misplacing it mm. yes two shot penalty no problem but to give her a two shot penalty for an incorrect card how, how are you meant to know I would personally probably not have bothered to mark the ball with a one and a half foot putt True. Just a little tap it in. Tap it, yeah, tap it, tap it. Just send it home. The ball, are you too good for your home? Go to your home. Happy yes. Gilmore, not ringing a bell? Have, you haven't seen Happy Gilmore? Oh, I have seen Happy Gilmore, but yeah, uh, Happy learn how to putt. That's all I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did learn how to putt with yeah. his little ice hockey stick. Yeah. 
Maybe she needed an ice hockey stick in... Possibly. Uh, but probably not. That so, wouldn't, you know, films things. aren't my strongest suit unless it's their Welsh films. Get cultural. Get arty. <laughs> Get I mean, cultural. it's a deep cultural film, Happy Gilmore. It's about hum- It's about all sorts of human problems, Talk- interactions. Talking of culture, our mate Nick Kyrgios is in the news. Is he? Yeah. What's what? Oh, I think I heard about this as well. I, somehow I keep hearing about these things, even though I think feel like I pay no attention. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah you just, is this a Federer game? No, no, no. Oh, this is another one? He's selling his car on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, what, yeah. what, on Facebook? Is that the place they sell cars Well, nowadays? yes, this is the thing. Mm. He's, he's realised, oh, I've got quite a few followers on Facebook for some reason. I might sell my is car. Is it like, like an auction? No, he's just offering it for sale. What's what's it going for? Um, do you know what? It's, not, it's actually not stated uh, what's up for sale, but uh, he says, all right, I don't usually post stuff like this on social media, but special exception this time. This was my first car I ever bought, owned mm. from you. The time has come to let it go. BMW F80 M3 2015, one owner, meticulously cared for, regularly serviced, paint, protect, only 16,000 kilometres. Is he, sorry, is he short on cash at the moment? Is that well, what's must happening? Be. Yeah. He's posted a picture with the, with the garage of about three cars in. Do they get paid for Davis Cup? Because he's uh, back on the Davis Cup team. It's a good question. Mm. Probably not. You reckon it's all just sort of yeah. pro bono? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You play for your country, man. <laughs> so it's got a bone leather interior if you're interested. Anyone that is seriously interested, email xpistos07 at yahoo.com. So okay. he's, put, he's put his email address on the ad. So uh, Denyan Claxton tweeted him and says, What are the odds? Been looking for a car around a $6,000 range. Hit me up and we can sort it out. And Nick Kyrgios personally... $6,000 yeah, for but, a BMW? Yeah, but this is what Nick Kyrgios personally replied and says... I'll send you the petrol tank lid. So, Nick's out there. It was a bit of a cheeky offer. Yeah, he yeah. says, uh, if you lowball him, you mm-hmm. get burned. Try tell him to focus on tennis, you get burned. <laughs> the lesson here is if you cross the Kyrgios, you get burned. <laughs> so, we'll inbox him if you want to buy a car that costs more than uh, my mm. house, mm. basically. So, okay. it's, uh, it's on Facebook. Well, good on you, Nick. <laughs> Using all resources. Social, social media, you can do anything with it. Well, Nick can. Yeah. Obviously. Did he have a briefer version for Twitter? Less than 160 uh, characters? Probably. Well, yeah, I mean, buy my sick car. <laughs> buy my sick car, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and get abuse at the same time. Okay. And was that his major feat for uh, for the for week? For this week, yeah. yeah. Well, you've noticed he beat... No, he lost to Federer, didn't he? He was close. So. He did lose. He was getting some abuse from the crowd, I yeah. think. Was, uh, you know, and uh, Federer's wife, actually, was abusing him. Well, good on her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get more personality again. Yeah. I like it. Exactly. Uh, more personal attacks. Brazen attacks. Um, hey. What? I've got... You've... you've You've been providing me with these brilliant segues so far. Brazen attacks. Okay. Right. A Portuguese soccer player, Marco Gonçalves, he received a life ban mm. after kneeing a referee in the head. He need a. That's pretty good. Yeah. The, the, what sort of? Have you seen the footage? Yes. Okay. Is the is what height is the, is um, the referee? He actually grabs. Is he dropped no, his whistle and no, going to pick it no, up? No, no, no. The guy actually pulls his head down and knees yeah. him in the head, right in the bridge of the nose. Right. So it's a proper like it's a proper jiu-jitsu technique. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, how far into the game do you think this was? Oh, uh, probably the last minute, eightieth minute. No, it was the second minute. Time. Second minute of the game. <laughs> He's making an early statement. Yeah. Well, there is a backstory to this. Oh. He, this guy, Marco Gonzalez, mm. he plays for Canelas 2010. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this was against Rio Tinto in yep. Portugal's fourth tier. Mm. Now, this Canelas 2010, they, they're top of the league. But there's a reason why they're top of the league. This team is so violent 
It features several members of FC Porto's notorious Super Dragons Ultras, and they've been on a they went on a quite a long winning streak mm. as all of their opponents are basically refusing to play them. So all their opponents actually So they're pa- winning by forfeit through by forfeit, putting the fear of God onto them. Yeah, exactly. This so this is the, like they're ruthless dictators yep. who have so taken they, over the soccer league. Yeah. This is a bunch of Che Guevara's. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so they Adolf Hitler even. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing are they racist quickly. as well? Are they racist well um, with, with their um, probably not racist? Their, they just their tyranny. No, I think they're equally uh, equally tyrannic across the okay. uh, range of races and just a bit of everything. Yeah, they don't yeah. care. Are they anti-fat people? <laughs> Possibly yeah. homophobic. Yeah. Definitely homophobic, one hundred percent. Oh, in Portugal, probably. Okay, yeah. Um, this isn't Portugal. I, I thought you said. I thought it was some crazy South American place. No, no, Portugal. I thought Portugal was reasonably. Uh, I don't know, Westernized for lack of a better word. Well, for lack of a better word, indeed. <laughs> so, uh, indeed. So, out of their first seventeen games this season, twelve teams refused to play them. Mm. And if they end up winning their division, they go into a playoff to get promoted into the kind of the fully professional third tier right. of Portuguese football. So, uh, how did the team come to a group conclusion? That they were going to just go about trying to munt people. Well, they just, uh, they just. This this reminds me of when I first moved here in in Revolver. Oh, really? And we had a band meeting. We yeah. had a, this is I think after being up all night. Someone had bowed bad mouthed us to our friend uh, Dave Smith. Actually, oh really? We'd we'd heard. And yep. he was no longer contacting our manager, Dan Tuttle. All these people oh, would Dan. be on the show, all my <laughs> friends. And we decided as a group we needed to start smashing other musicians, beating them up. Oh, just beating them up? Yeah, yeah. And I went out and I ran into the guy that I thought was the guy. Yeah. And, and he uh, said, oh, I love your music. Actually, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and um, if he wasn't the guy. And um, I ended up playing in a band with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you have to bring in a few Tongan and Samoan uh, heavies to <laughs> help you out? Well, I'm, no, we're, this is this is part of the thing. We realised we're bigger than most. We're, we're bigger and stronger and reasonably athletic plus, plus you had that tall that big rugged barbarian Matt in the in the band as well who wow. just goes around kicking people I'll in tell the you head what, back in New Zealand he said if I mention his name again on the show he's going to punch me in the nose <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't well there you go well Matt just proves that you're uh, just got a you're a loose cannon fella that's it so Rob will Rob will be wearing one of them surfers nose guards from now on yeah I'll, I'll just I like various uh, new pieces of attire to yeah. try them out beautiful a bit of a fashion statement this 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 winter it is. It's coming into winter. Winter is coming. Nose guards. That's where we want to Nose guards. Yeah. That's it. Check that out on the catwalk. Hey, talking of nose guards, mm. n- not that we were. <laughs> yeah, no. Exeter uh, City fan Charlie Bamba has made the news this week for winning a £40 bet with his mates. Yep. What was the what bet? Do you reckon he, what do you reckon he did for two? Who can take the best punch on the nose? Close. <laughs> he ate horse poo. He ate it. He ate How horse poo. How is that poo. close? It's not close. <laughs> How was that a segue with the nose guard into into Because it food? smells. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Unless you, say, you can say speaking of anything yeah, and just start talking. Unless it's me and because I couldn't smell it. But probably no one will follow it. No, I know. Okay, so he's eaten horse he's manure. He's eaten horse poo. So he's out watching Exeter City. Yep. They're, he's drinking with his mates in a pub and it's a big game. So is he watching a football match? Well, they're in the pub before the okay, game. Okay, yep. So because it's a big game, there's extra police around. So they're on horseback just in case there's any violence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So outside the pub, this horse craps in the street. So he makes a bet with his mates. How much? 40, to, 40 to, quid, yeah. How much did he have to eat? Do they specify oh, one, one lump. One good mouthful. <laughs> yeah. A, tea, a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So one lump. So so there's there's a few pictures on the internet about this, but the, the 23-year-old retched violently mm. after swallowing the feces and then used... Oh, this is also filmed. 
Well, they took pictures of I him. Got, yeah. I pictures. Yeah, still well, he had to prove it. Yeah. So then he used an entire tube of toothpaste in an attempt to clean uh, the taste out of his mouth. Charlie said, It is the texture of shredded wheat. It tasted like crap, and my girlfriend wouldn't kiss me for a month afterwards. I'm a bit messed up, really. I'm always doing slightly mad stuff yeah. when I'm out on the piss. I'm always up for a laugh. It was a big game, so there was a big police presence, and that's why there were more horses on the streets. Mm. To be honest, I probably would have done it without being offered the money, but 40 quid is 40 quid. <laughs> I like the way he, did he manages to, amidst all the chaos, still do a MasterChef-like critique <laughs> yeah. of the texture. Texture and, you know, of shredded wheat. Stick that one on your plate for MasterChef. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Try that one, Matt Preston. That's right. Come on, George <laughs> Colin Barris. It's worth 2.6 million. Like absolute shit, I must say. <laughs> You're out of the competition. No. Well, funnily enough, it is shit, Matt. Yeah, yeah, it that's is. That's it. But I want to bet 40 quid. 40 that's quid. It. I'll take the money and run. Indeed. Big dollars. I'll just so you know, we haven't got a guest this week. It's just me and Rob shooting yeah. the breeze again. Even Elvis but, uh, couldn't make it this week. No, Elvis yeah, is still on the, on the wall. Well, I think uh, with that uh, beautiful piece of uh, shit story, horse shit story. Yeah. It's uh, they would have been on a bender. Would they have been on a bender? Or I was going to say, horse shit, worst song in the world. It's up to you, Rob. You take us, take us where you want to go. Alrighty, great sporting benders. Mm. You can go first. Or don't right, you I can go first this week. I've got a bit. I've gone for my double header theme again. Oh, the nice. West Coast Eagles. This yeah. in terms of worst song and greatest sporting benders. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Well, I mean, this is one that's been beckoning. I mean, we've been trying to find abstract options. You know, different new boy, new benders, ones people yeah. haven't heard of. But this is one that everyone's heard of. Yeah, a golfer by the name of John Daly. Now you've got me intrigued because mm. you're going to double header. I'm, I'm now. I'm thinking ahead to worst song in the world, Ooh, and it's John Daly. It. Wow, that's amazing. actually going to be the peak of his oh, performance. Tremendous. All right, tell us. Tell well, us. those who don't know who John Daly is, he's a big fat man with a big blonde mullet, and uh, he hits the ball very, very far off the tee. Uh, he's 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 taking risks. He's a gambler. Yep. He is actually a massive gambler. As yes, I'll, that's I'll true. Very shortly, but he just he's one of these guys who doesn't play by the rules to try to stop. Being a massive boozer, he was drinking Diet Coke yeah. for entire rounds, which is not very healthy either. So it smokes on the course. He's really is a modern-day champion in regard to uh, a bender performance. One thing I was intrigued to try and find out about John is had he ever given it a nudge while playing? All right, yep. And I'm sure I he found has. out he has. He has. It was in, I didn't, didn't say which PGA tournament it was. I think he kept that to himself intentionally <laughs> just so he didn't get in trouble. But uh, anyway, he says it was a, it was slow and it's slow. And I, this, is, this is John Day talking now. I don't know, because this is Southern accent? Yep. It was slow and I played the back nine first. Well, he's not quite like that. He'd be more like a Texan. It was, yeah. it was slow I and I played from. the back nine. He's, from, he's definitely south. He says it was slow and he played the back nine first. Daly says, I think I'm two or three over. I went into the locker room and down like five beers. And I think I shot four under on the front nine. That is the only time I know I drank during a round, and I played great. I played that week. I finished strong. He, so he smashed five beers in the interim because it was just a slow round and came out and played better afterwards. Yeah. And he's convinced now that he plays better after a boozy effort. Well, he would be convinced. Yeah. It's just, it's just great fun when you just sort of Google the guy and you come across headlines like, John Daly found drunk at Hooters. Well, he, he famously set up um, in an, North Carolina an autograph stall at Hooters. He had a deal going with Hooters around the around oh, the country right, where right. he could go and sell his merchandise at Hooters. So it obviously brought a lot of the crowd in to Hooters, but he could also hang out with uh, 
scantily clad women on a regular basis. Oh, a Legitimately. Habit. I mean, during a night of binge drinking at North Carolina Hooters, <laughs> Daly grew increasingly belligerent and was asked to, asked to leave by restaurant employees. Daly was predictably uncooperative and the police were called to the scene. Upon arrival, the PGA champion, he was, don't forget, he is a PGA champion. He won the British. Two-time major champion. Two-time major champion. Unbelievable. Champion reportedly found passed out in the bushes outside the establishment, reeking of alcohol and had either pissed himself <laughs> or, sp- or spilled a skunked pilsner on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> the old drunken pass out piss yourself yeah nice has that ever been part of your repertoire the old uh, uh, not me not really no I've, it, I don't was, think I've it ever it was prominent when my days uh, University of Canterbury student days really it, it would not, not particularly with me I'm talking oh, about okay. but just people just in, in, ge- general. in general yeah it was a, it was common guys would I mean, women girlfriends would sleep in other beds after they've been out on the night just because they was no yeah it's going to be the leaky pistol <laughs> overnight sort of thing you Kiwis. Yeah. I, you I, Kiwis. I don't, oh, they're disgraceful down. They're absolutely disgraceful. Is that weird? I, I've, I've done a lot of... I, my tendency is to do a sleepwalk piss. Oh, right. Okay. I don't wake up, but yeah. my body says you need to not be in bed right now. Right. And, but I can walk anywhere and piss anywhere. Nice. So I've done like the TV. I once did the, <laughs> the cutlery drawer. Um, my computer seat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's been a real variety of options there. Yeah. No wonder Todd Slackbladder was captain in New Zealand. <laughs> Toddy. Well, we talked about Yeah, Toddy we talked about week. Toddy, yeah. Yeah. Here's another headline, John Daly. John Beautiful. Daly blew $55 million on gambling. I find that unbelievable. Why would you gamble if you got $55 million? That's when you don't need to gamble anymore. <laughs> Is that it? means I mean, say, if, say if he's forty five when he blew his fifty five million dollars. Yeah, that means he's gonna he can live to a hundred on a million dollars a year. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Generally is. That's yeah. what's that, about twenty grand a week spending cash. Easy. What what what's the why are you gambling? Poor decisions from John. Very he's poor. really he could have had a great career. When uh, you when you say he could have had a great career. I think a two-time major winner, that's probably a bit, <laughs> lot better than most of the players on the tour anyway. It's certainly a lot better than me. But that's, a, that's a, in a nutshell, that's John Daly. Very brief tap onto uh, some of yeah. his efforts. I love the interview with him. Check it out on YouTube where he's, I think it's like a 60 minutes one, and he's walking around the golf course with no shirt on and no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> playing golf. And he was a big fat bastard. Yeah. So uh, enjoy that. It's a lovely sign. Yeah. Good on you, John. Congratulations. Well, he's trying to get back on the straight and narrow, which is Mm. good. He came down to New Zealand for the World Cup of Golf at one point. Oh, really? He was a bit of a big draw card there. But I think that was at peak blowout stage, so that's why we got him down to New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. He needed it. Big time. (laughs) He just needed that (laughs) payout from the New Zealand PGA. Mm -hmm -hmm. Well, um, I'm going to go this time. NFL. Mm -hmm. We've done a little bit on NFL, but this is Thomas Hollywood Henderson. Yes. I'd never heard of him, to be completely honest. He was a linebacker with the Dallas Cowboys in the 70s. Thomas who, Hollywood? Hollywood Henderson. Hollywood Hollywood was his nickname. Linebacker for? The Dallas Cowboys Cowboys. Cowboys in the 70s. Right. He admitted to doing blow during the Super Bowl in uh, 1979. During the game? During the game, yes. See, that's almost performance enhancing. Almost, yeah. Well, I'll I'll run you through. It says, uh, Thomas Henderson was a linebacker with speed well ahead of his time. He could run a 40-yard dash somewhere between 4.3 and 4.6 seconds Mm -hmm. and 100 yards in 9.5 seconds. In technical terms, that is fast as Oh, that's 100 yards, not meters. 100 yards, not meters, yeah. So his speed wasn't only relegated to his legs, it was also being ingested up his nose. <laughs> By 1979, he was snorted, snorting liquid coke from an inhaler concealed in his pants. 
<laughs> that was also the year of Super Bowl thirteen, a Super Bowl which Henderson claimed to snort coke in between plays to anaesthetise his face. In between plays? Yeah. They don't get that much of a break during in between 30 plays. Seconds, 30 yeah. seconds, So he just had a little, one of these little necklace little yeah, things. must have been. quick yeah. little nudge. You know, he tried to anaesthetise his face by snorting coke, although that might just have been something, you know, an addict might tell themselves. What a performance. A couple of years later, he was outcast from the NFL and is claimed to mm. be sober for the past 30 years but the story goes on it says uh, the former Dallas Cowboys linebacker whose mouth ran as fast as his legs Mm. who famously said Steelers quarterback Terry Bradshaw couldn't spell cat if you spotted him the C and the T (laughs) he's fortunate to be on this side of the grass today because his distractions are once the triple bogey of life Mm. alcohol cocaine and marijuana triple header the trifecta well yes what what I like about this is because last week he had this off season block yeah this guy's not only is he on season, it's in game. In the games, yeah. yeah so yeah. the man always tried to live up to that flashy Hollywood nickname. Mm. Give him credit for that. Hollywood's triumphs also had room for his substance abuse. Highlights of the Cowboys' victory over the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl 17 showed Henderson crisscrossing the gridiron with an inhaler filled with liquid cocaine tucked in the waistline of his silver pants. Dear, oh dear. Great, fantastic stuff. Well, surely with a name like Hollywood, do they make a film about him? Well, this is the, the thing this as is well. Beckoning. So he's been sober for all this time. Have but I done another segue here? If I led on to I something I think you might have. But oh, dear, no, not yes. there's a film at this stage, although he's called Hollywood, but this is uh, the... Uh, Kind of the wrap up of this whole thing. Mm. Proof that there is no God. <laughs> Thomas Hollywood Henderson makes more I'm made, loving this. This made is me. more money in five years playing for the Cowboys than most of us will make in a lifetime. In a lifetime. He squandered it all on cocaine. <laughs> then he won the lottery for twenty eight million and then publicly thanked God. Proof. There is no God. <laughs> that is definitely proof. Yes. Oh, he could have, um, I mean, even the lottery, of all the people to win the lottery after that much of a blowout. But this is how kind of broke he was. Where he, I'm he glad claims- to get in touch with John Daly and go to the Cassie <laughs> and yeah. go for a proper smash. He, um, in the yeah. US, if you win the lottery, you mm. get two options. You can take a lump sum straight off the bat, but you have to pay taxes. Right. On that, or you can get it paid over ten years or ten twenty years or whatever it is. So you get yeah. a payout of equal payments without tax. He wanted the twenty eight mil on the spot. So they, he took he basically cleared ten mil on the spot. Well, if it's over ten again, that's two point eight million dollars a year, or one point four yeah. if it's twenty years. So yeah. with taxes, he probably ended up with twenty, did he? Ten. Ten. Yeah, look, it's both. That's a very poor decision. Yeah, yeah. But that sounds like an addict who's keen to get right that's into exactly. it immediately he, and can't wait. But he claims he's day. been sober. <laughs> For 30 years. So there you go. He's a good friend of Michael Jordan now, apparently. Well, I like to claim I'm the greatest fast bowler to never play first class cricket, but, you know, it's just a... Nice. It's a claim. I can't make it's, that claim. It's actually a... It's a lie. Yeah. Again, filtrates what my brother used to say all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Ali Williams said that as well. <laughs> In his drug-addled state. Well, it's good to give it a good nudge. Well, greatest sporting benders, nicely yeah. covered. Is that a Ameri- winner? America's... You, re- yeah, that's a, that's a great you, one. You had a go at me for I'm not very happy for with doing people out of season and now yeah, I've yeah. found one in the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. You big. You turn it right the right of head and gone like above that. and beyond. Nice. Well done, Beefy. Thanks, buddy. What have we got next? So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be It was the worst song in the world It was the worst song in the world Listen to the song and it's clear of all the words don't fit, and the song is shit. You're a talent. You suck! 
worst song in the world, and I'm going to kick off again because because cool. uh, we know uh, it's John Daly. We know it's John Daly. I had I do recall seeing him um, on one of his. I think it's the same interview when he had his shirt off, being a fat prick walking the golf course. There's no shoes and no shirt. Um, was he wearing just those multicolored long pants in this interview as well, or shorts? <laughs> Maybe checkered, like uh, you know, like that the checkered ones that used yeah, to tuck yeah. into the socks. Oh, the plus like Payne, fours. Payne Stewart Payne Stewart's plus fours. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Um, and I recall at some point he's talking about his life and he's very emotional and he goes, all right, I'm going to play a song for you now. Oh. And he gets the guitar out. He goes for it well, well and truly. I'm thinking it might be country style then. Or, or is it bluesy? Well, bluesy it's, country. It's, it's bluesy, bluesgrass type of arrangement. Nice. It can be taken literally. I think he means it literally when I listen to the lyrics. But really, it's, it's called John Daly, I Hit Hard. <laughs> Well, I've won and lost against the best This old road's been a hell of a test I'm still driving, I ain't slowing down ain't I'm wanted rules I love, <laughs> break and bend Mistakes I've made again and again But I tell you this, my friends, I'm still around I hit it hard, man Is this him no, on that's, guitar? That's, that's, that, he plays the acoustic. I know oh, that okay. much. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I'm not sure if he's doing the shredding there. No, it's Richie Sambora. Clearly, clearly, it's Richie Sambora <laughs> or the guy from Creed. Who? Oh no, it's not. It's too bluesy for the guy yeah, from Creed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's. Um, oh, I'll be true. honest. I know it's worst song in the world, but that just made me laugh so oh, much. It, I it, really like it because I'm hitting it hard. <laughs> just has so many meanings for John Daly. <laughs> it sounds it sounds more like Tenacious D to be honest. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it, it yeah. sounds like a piss take. Yes. It's an unintentional piss take. Yeah, indeed. Like a Joe Schumacher movie. Yeah. You know, like uh, no. Armageddon. It's unintentional comedy. Right. Okay. Yeah. You. Yeah. Like, oh, like you've Sharknado. Sharknado. Well, no, that is actually so stupid. It's supposed to be comedy. <laughs> I think the first one was meant to be vaguely serious, and everyone just took, so? the took the piss out of it. And then, yeah. But they cast Iron Zering. From Beverly Hills 902 and yeah, I know, but at 48 or whatever he yeah, is, yeah. you can't have that. It's because their budget was twelve dollars, and he was the only one that agreed to get within their budget. <laughs> anyway, I like actually I like that. That's quite. Uh, I like to hear some more from John Daly. Va- yeah, yeah. <laughs> vaguely tasteful. He's got, he's got a few others, but I couldn't rip them off YouTube because he had the he posted them himself and put a lock on it. Oh, really? Very selfish of John. Oh. I don't know what he's struggling for cash. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been. He's he's, he's got to pay for the downloads through John. (laughs) He's been spending too much time in Vegas again. Indeed. All right, I've got one for you. What do we got? Now, this one amazingly only got released on the weekend. What? Let's hear it. Nacho, 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 sare cricket wali beat be. Cricket wali beat be. (laughs) (laughs) So it, it sounds like an Indian cricket song. Not Brett Lee. Yeah. Oh. 
are they saying? Nacho, 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 sali, cricket, wali, beef, babe. Got the nacho, babe. Cricket, wali, Nacho, 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 sali, cricket, wali, beef, babe. This is awesome as well. Nacho, 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 sari, cricket, wali, Well, I'm in, I'm, I'm impressed. Well, I don't know where you found this, but it's a ripper. <laughs> it's a ripper. Well, it was re- it was the world premiere of the grand finale of Indian Idol on Sunday. They did that. Oh, okay. So, who do you think did Nacho 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 Sare Cricket Wale Bid I'm going for um, Virat Kohli. Oh, it's close. It's yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Um, who else would be a bit of a fancy pants? Uh, Rahana. Ajinka Rahana? Not quite, not currently playing. Oh, it can't be Sachin. Yeah, it can't be Sachin. It is Sachin Tendulkar. Well, he's performing that. That's him singing. You're having a laugh because I I thought I heard him saying Sachin at some point or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do a song and just yell your own name out. (laughs) I don't think he was was, uh, yelling. Does it uh, say champion in it at any point? (laughs) (laughs) Sachin is a champion. Yeah, Sachin, Sachin, Nacho, Nacho, Sab, Cracket, Wally, Beat, What does that translate as? Uh, Don't know. Listen to the song I wrote about me and how awesome I am. Yeah, and everyone clap and dance. So he's collaborated for debate. He's collaborated with uh, another dictator. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, (laughs) with uh, singer Sonu Nigam for the uh, iconic cricketer's debut. I thought it sounded like debut track. Mm. Oh, so I've got all his stuff. Sonu Nigam. Okay. Um, Sonu said that Tendulkar is a very good singer. Talking about the song, Sonu said, I am glad to be part of Sachin's new innings. Yeah. The song that is sung with me is called Cricket Wally Beat. Mm. I was very surprised to see the way he was pitching right. That's why I believe that when God blesses someone with genius, it spills in other faculties too. Why is God coming into all this? Know. Everyone says whenever something goes good, God yeah. must have done it. Yeah. Why don't you just claim it yourself? I did this and I'm yeah, awesome. It was me. My, name, my name's actually Ndolka. Yeah. I was a relatively good batsman. And now I'm going on a musical journey involving Saddob Nijdob. What's his name? You can't Sonu. remember. Sonil. Sonil. That's, right. That's yeah. right. I should have. How could I forget? Um, and, and he's going, this is what I'm doing. My life has been pretty good. I've batted well. I've been focused. I've got this lovely high soft voice when I speak very nice Indian like this. And then he said... Now it's time to rock. And the, <laughs> or, the, and he's done sort of more of a dance track, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Bhangra. Not Bungra, quite rock and roll in, But I think, you know, he's enhanced the, all the auras of the earth. And he, he's brought it together and he's put it out there. And it's a genuine contender for worst song in the world. It is a genuine contender. It's well done. And the, what, did he perform that on Indian Idol? On Indian Idol on Live. Sunday night. Did well, the crowd just go m- mental? Oh, they would have. It's Sachin yeah. Tendulkar. Oh, I thought they would storm the stage almost. I think they're a bit more reserved. There must have been that. dance moves. Oh, no doubt. Bollywood yeah. style. He would have had 400,000 dancers in the background all in multicolored costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. choreographed. And he yeah. just took the lead. Indeed. Well, well done, Sachin. Good to see you're still busy in your retirement. Yeah, that's right. I'd hate to see you uh, fade away into nothingness. Oh, he won't. Congratulations. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. 
the facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. When the world never sleeps, you'll be living under your dreams. Beefy's just had to wipe the pain off his ears from me singing the facts of life. This is about the fourth fourth hour today I've been in headphones, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, sweaty stuff. That's sweaty You've got a beat on, actually. A little yeah, bit a, of a beat on here. It's always warm up at Narong Studios, yeah. yeah. I'll, get the, I'll, get, I'll go out for a cigarette shortly. We'll get a bit of a draft going. Yeah. What do you think about that? Facts of life. Facts of life. Well, this weekend coming is the Hong Kong Sevens. We didn't it's, go to the Hong Kong We didn't sevens. go to the Hong Kong Sevens. We went to the Dubai Sevens. Dubai Sevens. Yes. What a ripping occasion that was. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Mm. What a ripping weekend. And now, yeah. obviously, Rugby Sevens made its debut in the Olympics this mm. year. Mm. And Sevens seems to be the vehicle to keep rugby ticking along. Internationally? Yeah, I think so. Well, I think rugby in general is still smashing it, really. it's it's, it's on. The, I don't think it's ever going to catch... Uh, soccer, football. Oh no, no, no. But um, but there's still a, a, a every country has a, a team of some standard. Well, that's that's the thing, and that's what I'm that's what I'm touching on is the fact that teams like I mean, we see the states and Russia. We obviously saw mm. get involved in sevens. Yeah, you don't have to have 15 guys all of varying skills. Whereas mm. obviously in sevens, you need a basic understanding of rugby, but pace mm. and mm. a little bit of kind of physicality can yeah. can win the day. And we've seen the states win a couple of tournaments. Yeah. Kenya have won a tournament. Yeah, that's right. I saw so, that uh, somewhere. Yeah, I absolutely loved that Dubai sevens. It was great. That was one of the highlights of the whole yeah, thing. It, was, it happened definitely. quite early on. Yeah. What I but Dubai the way they run things is so great because they have got these amazing facilities and yeah. and and but their organisation is often a, pretty casual. <laughs> not that they were disorganised. No, no, no. Um, certainly not at the sevens. They were actually very organised. Yeah. But I like the way that we could just sort of just flip our pass and yeah, basically yeah. wander onto the yeah. field. And yeah. in between games, I was running onto the middle of the field. Yeah. And I could run right. I could just go anywhere. I have to say that uh, the access we got in Dubai was it honestly was one of the highlights mm. of uh, of the whole trip. And, and very cunningly organised how they ship you ever all the drunken expats from whatever out into the desert because obviously you're not supposed oh, yeah, to drink yeah. in the UAE pretty much at all. And it's just a blazing oh, booze fest. What a 30, what a line that is! Thirty thousand people just getting absolutely smashed in a dry country. Yeah. I don't know what Allah would really see mm. because Allah does actually look over the whole of yeah. the country, not oh, just he's a, he's the a city. visionary. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's got he does peripheral peripheral vision. Yeah, I know. He doesn't even have peripheral vision. It's all just straight on, yeah. but it's wide. Yeah, he's ubiquitous. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what's a real disaster is the Wellington Sevens. Really? They have destroyed that tournament oh, because that no. was not so long ago, a weekend that people book in. Right. And the cake tin would be packed. Yeah. The Westpac Stadium would be absolutely packed. Everyone would dress up exactly like what we saw in Dubai. Yeah. And for some reason, someone complained about drunkenness or something. Oh. And so their solution was like Sydney, yeah. Sydney, Australia. Let's just ban it. No more drinking at the Sevens. <laughs> I don't know if it's no more, but it's some ridiculous rule. Yeah. And the very next year, they had like 5,000 people show up. So in, in Hong Kong, Hong Kong was probably is the most famous Sevens tournament yeah, on the circuit. Yeah, going the longest. So they have won, the South Stand is where everyone goes to just party there. Everyone, 90% of that stand is in, You've fancy, been to it, I in, in fancy dress. Yeah. 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 Um, and people just get at. Absolutely shit-faced yeah, yeah. over three days, continuously. 
Isn't fancy dress great when everyone does it? But that's the yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah. It I'm wears a bit dress. thin after the third, you know, the first hour. Yeah, but uh, for three days non-stop party, you got to choose wisely that costume. Like those yeah. Irish lads I spoke to at the end of the day <laughs> the in, horse. in Dubai, who had horse heads on, and I think they hadn't taken them off all day because the breath was horrific. <laughs> I could smell them through the horse heads. Yeah, I had to banish them from the interview. because yeah. they were that offensive. So Dubai, Dubai opens your eyes because it is their one chance to for the the public to mm. kind of get out and legally just just go mad. Yeah, you know, throw all kind of any relevance to Sharia law out the yeah. window. Oh, and the shake, one of the shakes came into the presentation. Yeah, he didn't did. He? One you of can them. perv on birds. You can snog yeah. in public that, yeah. that aren't your wife. Okay, you can do all that stuff. You can just get involved for yeah. once and, yeah. and don't fear getting deported or jailed mm, or um, I used to love it when we go out when we we duck we duck up to the golf club yeah. and see Emiratis like having a few big Ooh, big big pints no I loved did, it no you didn't no what, what no, there's plenty of golf clubs I don't even know which one uh, and the yeah. what was the tavern and like anyone's listened to it over there uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to work on my the J-Bell the J-Bell Ali tavern that has the room out the that's back that's it oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. now the, we're getting specific yes <laughs> it has the room out the back where the boys can come in and have a couple of quiet waters yes they, they all smoke oh they oh, love cigarettes they, so they love it. they got the sheesh and yeah. all that Fantastic place, yeah. So um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Which is the one? Because remember, we had the story about our friends telling us about how one of the Emiratis two over, you get super cheap booze, but yep. you have to go through Sharjah to get yeah, back to Dubai. Right. Yeah, yeah, the Emirates. And there's yeah. stories of crazy Sharjah uh, yeah. Emiratis herding you in and herding you on the freeway, roadblocking yeah. you yeah. and threatening that they're going to do this and that if uh, you don't give if them you don't some pay money, them, If you don't pay them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was one of these sort of old wives' tales. And if you haven't got your, your alcohol license mm. on your person. That's right. Yeah. And then my mate who was from New Zealand actually did exactly that, went to the other Emirates yep. to drive back, went through Sharjah, and he had guys that storming happened. up beside yeah. him trying to shove him off the road. Yeah, Big yeah, hello yeah. to the Watson. So basically, don't go to Sharjah. Dubai, yeah. smash Dubai. Even yes. Abu Dhabi was pretty cool too. Yeah, I yeah, 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 I think that's all right. I mean, we even we bought alcohol in Abu Dhabi, didn't we? Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. we Big certainly did. Big hello to the Watsons and the Gibbs, by the way. Yeah, yeah, They, all, they love this yeah. show. Well, uh, well, that's basically going to be uh, 365 Days of Sport for the week. Next week, we have got... Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold well, on. Don't hold your horses. We've got some more facts of life coming. Well, St- kind of. Strong and hard. What are you doing this weekend, Rob? I'm actually going to have a bit of a quiet one. I might be going to the Songwriters uh, Festival on Sunday at the Abbotsford, Abbotsford oh, Convent. That's and, oh, yeah, that's and exciting. Mike, Mike Noga's speaking at it, I think. Oh, is he? So, yeah, oh, no. So it's more actually, while well, I am here, I will plug. Saturday week, the 15th during Easter, massive gig at oh, Yaya's. Really? Yeah, we're headlining. The Demon Parade's playing. Uh, other friends from Demon old Parade? The Demon Parade. Are we my even old talking band. about them anymore? Oh, we, I love the Demon Parade. Yeah, they're yeah, a good band. Good band. Yeah. And, and I should also say, at 2am, the Cherry Dolls are playing. So Josh oh, they're good on, as well. So it's a triple whammy. I just saw they got a gig announced at the Corner Hotel, the Cherry Dolls. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're doing they're big doing things. Friend well. of the show. Yeah. Well, this weekend, yeah. I'm going to the Melbourne Chili Eating Festival. Yeah, Another Chili. eating contest. No, People it, might oh, die. Oh, keep your eye out. Imagine Death by Donut. Take defibrillator with you. Yeah, that's right. Death by Donut is tough, but imagine Death by Chili. Mm. Oh my word! I'll only imagine it. I, I do have. I have a lot of chili. I've been getting into Vietnamese pork rolls lately. It's at the Brunswick East Hotel. Yeah, so it's the Melbourne Hot Sauce and Chang's Hot Sauce. They're hosting the Melbourne Chili Eating Championship. These are the rules, right? Yeah, let's see right. what, what you rounds start off about. easy and mm. get progressively hotter. <laughs> rounds will vary from fresh pods, food and drink concoctions, 
starting from Jalapeno and progressing to Carolina Reaper. What? Okay. What, what are the rules in terms of uh, washing it down? Well, I haven't got that far yet. If a competitor is vegan or vegetarian, they must stipulate upon application in the competition, and they can accommodate you. Mm. Well, hang on a sec. But when what sort of chili are we talking? Like chilies? Like actually eating yeah, yeah. chilies? Eating chilies. Why yeah. does it matter if you're vegan or vegetarian? That's, I don't that's know. surely that's a vegetable. It could well be. It's definitely not meat. It's or dairy. Definitely not meat or dairy. That's yeah. right. In fact, I thought the vegans would really perhaps, want to show us perhaps, how tough they truly are. Chilies are alive, and they're just speaking out. Ah, oh, one of those. Um, what's that called when people think vegetables are alive? Oh, and Prince Charles. It was on for um, Notting Hill. Oh, one of his it? dates believe that. Okay. Uh, anyway. Anyway, disqualification is by way of knockout, tap out, pass out, or spew out. So you got to hold it. Yeah. Co- competitors will be given no napkins. You will be given a pint of beer and a glass of milk to okay. taunt you into tapping out. Ah, so it's no drinks. There's, right, but so you've got to take the pain. Ooh, yeah. It's the pl- platoon take the pain policy. You will be given a spew bucket. Prizes involve cash, loads of hot sauces, vouchers, merchandise, and of course, glory. Uh, uh, glory. That's it. Glory, glory, $10, hallelujah. $10 entry includes free beer and a bottle of hot sauce on the day of the championship. So that's on Saturday at the B East. The See, I reckon this has got far more chance of death than a donut eating competition. Well, I would have thought if they're going for the Carolina I mean, Reaper, you, you, you can tr- properly punish yourself. For I chilies. had, um, I saw some clips on YouTube or on Facebook of some girls who decided to eat the hottest chilies of all in the world. Yeah, and they ate them thinking, "Oh, this is going to be funny," yeah, yeah. and then they ended up like crying and throwing and oh, convulsing definitely. and actually having a fit. I went for Mexican the other night, and we got given um, a kind of a chipotle slash chili shot mm. and they put um paprika and stuff around the glass to get you going and it was uh, my eyes were sweating <laughs> that's gonna be nasty i no i have not partake i'm I, I can handle the hot pretty good actually yeah so it's probably worth me i could actually give it a, i used a to i used to like curry you know i was a big vindaloo goat fowl which is fowl's pretty hot yeah but since i've aged a bit I'm no good. I went to a, went to a barbecue championships at Flemington not that long ago, yep. and they had all these hot sauces you could try, and you blazed the way. Oh, God. effortless. No, no. It, it caused. I nearly. I had a massive asthma attack. Yeah. Just through the first one I had, <laughs> it really kind of freaked me out. It was so hot. I'm just waiting for you to tell some story about your backside very shortly. I don't. No, want no, to, no, 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 no. It was no, all. No, it was all. No, upstairs. it was just. Uh, yeah. Okay. It was a bit. I was a bit, bit sweat fest. I'm glad we don't and, have uh, to touch on that. Yeah, I was struggling. That end of yourself. No, not yet. Good. I appreciate yeah. it. So you're going to this on Melbourne Chili Fe- Melbourne Chili, chili eating, eating Championships, championships. on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday. Well, I mean, I'd love to go, but I will give it a miss on this occasion. Yeah. Next time, though, I think if, it's, if it's compulsory, if we're doing the say, show again, it, it might. I was gonna. I was thinking yeah. along those lines. It might make great viewing. Well, <laughs> great interviews. I think. Oh no doubt. Mm. Well, maybe we'll get the the winner on the show or something yeah, like I th- that. Oh, that, what a great idea! That's a great idea. I think we. Sh- I, that's. I like that. Yeah. We should. All right. Well, we'll look forward to that in the coming weeks. Oh, like I will. Well. Next week next we'll have week a review, we have, as well as we got. Uh, we have an actual proper athlete coming in. Is that <laughs> we right? We do. Yeah. Brilliant. And what's the, he's a cyclist? Cyclist, yeah. And what sort t- of level is he? He took part in the Tour de France. What? That's, that's how good he is. He's coming on this show. Unbelievable. An actual professional athlete. Yes. 
Dear, oh dear. Well, I hope he's... Is he going to Is he gonna be like a boring athlete? He's going to have well, things to not. say? As soon as he Blood. starts hearing about great sporting benders, I want to, you know... Well... Does Lance Armstrong count as a great sporting oh, bender? No doubt. Was he Was he ripping into it as well? I mean, obviously, he's ripping into that He's stuff. ripping into something. Well, yeah. I, I, I got the impression he was so focused on the illegal drugs that he wouldn't have done any partying and any misbehaviour. Well, we should do some research on... He may uh, as well have done, given well, what he was doing. Well, that's right, because it would have been out of his system within a couple of hours. <laughs> Blood alcohol nil, Lance. How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> he should have come the Ben Cousins approach. Yeah. Right. So we'll do some research if Lance Armstrong ever got on any other benders apart from We'll Blood. do some research. No doubt it'll be a prominent topic of conversation next week. Yeah. Well, I look forward to it. That's it. It's been 365 days.